0: Yeah, the fit that in you. And you. Welcome you into know. the Palazzo Podcast, Prospect's Power Half Hour on a Tuesday, just like we do every Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, live and uncensored. We're here for you, Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Give me two. Very simple process here. Me and Phil Goyette doing it. Phil of Sports on Twitter. P-H-I-L, Phil of Sports. Phil, uh, what do you think of the new intro?
1: That was great. I feel like um, I'm firing up like uh, the old uh, Grand Theft Auto maybe or uh, some good PlayStation game. Crash Bandicoot. Metal
0: Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid's a big one. Twisted Metal. Yeah. Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, Twisted Metal. Crash Bandicoot some, was fun. Uh, I want to play Crash Bandicoot really bad. I I don't know how to emulate PS1 games though. It's a lot harder to emulate those than it is the cartridge games.
1: Do you have the um talk about getting off topic. They made a <laughs> PlayStation clat They made a PlayStation classic. They did. Have you seen yeah, this? I have. You can get one for like 20 bucks or something. But you can it's, uh I guess that's it'll true. emulate it'll emulate PlayStation ISOs Someone written a program, you just plug your USB stick into it with your PlayStation ISOs that you want to play, and pa-boom, you're good to go. You can hey, play with the or- old the controllers. Those controllers are sweet, the old uh, PlayStation 1 controllers. Those are great controllers. They really are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
0: Uh, so we got a crew of people. Matthew C says, let's get it, Matthew Z. Last week was our That's Ben us. Badler expert, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah. Matthew he hit me up after that show last week to confirm, which I think I sent to you, did I? About the Ben Badler confirmation about how Baseball America does their work. I can't remember if I did. Oh, or this,
1: this order by uh, bonus. That's what Matthew said, yeah? Yeah, he said, uh, it
0: just so happens for Baseball America Future Projection podcast came out that day last week. And Ben Badler reiterated that they stopped ranking the J-15 international signees and just order them by signing
1: bonus. So thank you for that, Matthew. So if, if Ben's not doing it, why why am I doing it? So that would be my That's a good <laughs> my hot take. Yeah. My rant. Whoa.
0: That is shocking, but I think you're actually making a lot of sense. So But then again, maybe you're just trying to take things to a new level. Aim high, I don't know it. Aim high you're aiming high, dude. All right. Aim so high. yeah, let's get right into the show. Let's not beat around the bush. We have some tweets. You guys came through. We want to say thank you for that.
1: Very yeah. cool. We got, some good, we got some good questions. We really Maybe did. Put on the old thinking cap.
0: So we want to start off with uh, Tim Michaels because uh, I believe he was the first to break the ice here, and he deserves full credit. Tim was hoping to be here live. I'm not sure if he is at this time, but the good news is if you're not here live, you can watch these at any time on the Plazo Podcast YouTube channel. We're up to 179 subs now. We're getting close to 200, so keep it up, guys. So. So, sub, sub. Oh, by the way, there's Ty Cobb, in case you want to see Ty Cobb. So.
1: Ty Cobb? There he is. Okay, was so go ahead. About, <laughs> was reading about him at the batting title chase for the Chalmers automobile against Shoeless Joe. Um, wow, so, Chalmers! Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so Tim sent a very interesting question. But um, first off, I'd like to say I really enjoy Tim's Twitter handle which is at Tim likes tacos. Uh who doesn't? So, um uh, can go for some good tacos. You can't get tacos here either. Anyway. Okay. So, um so t- all right, so doozy. Tim They are doozies. So. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so Tim's got an interesting setup in his question, which is that he plays in a head-to-head league and it's a head-to-head category league and it's 8 by 8 so there's eight hitter categories, and um, it looks like it adds to the standard five by five roto total bases, on base percentage, and strikeouts. Uh, whereas strikeouts hurt your hitters if they strike out. Um, so first off, you got to think of like the setup uh, to decide who you're going to keep. And then his question is: Should he keep Jose Miranda, who is a third base prospect for the Twins? Or should you keep Oswald Peraza, who is a shortstop prospect for the Yankees? Uh, so the first thing I did, I actually plugged that into the—I lost my page—but I, I plugged that scoring setup into the FanGraphs auction calculator to just kind of get a vibe on it. And I think my my gut gut is going to be what you'd want to do. I think in that type of league, you want to prioritize prioritize power before anything else. Because if you hit a home run. That's four total bases, a home run, a run, an RBI, and a an, uh, 1,000 OBP. So that well, a home run gets you five categories of production. So if you could theoretically lead the league in home runs, you'd probably be in very good shape each week. Um, and since it's head-to-head, I might even punt strikeouts because home runs and strikeouts kind of work against each other. So I would think about maybe even punting strikeouts, not worrying about it, um, and then, so you get guys like Otani or Gallo, or guys who strike out a lot, but also hit the crap out of the ball. So that's my meta kind of.
0: And why should anyone it. believe
1: what you have to say? <laughs> I did a little math. <laughs> that's right. I well, love math on the show. But, it helps. But i i i would I would want guys with pop. So then I looked at Miranda and and Paraza, and I think they, actually they both. Are interesting for this format because they both look like they have i'm with jasper but i they both look like they have some power um but miranda um so miranda's a third baseman 23 years old uh he played in double a AA and triple a for the twins last year and could probably get some mlb time this year which is nice so he's mm. a little more proximity than peraza i would say um, and yeah. then i had him for a 361 estimated Xwoba. woba and 11.3% estimated barrel rate combined between A AA and A last year. So there's power there. He doesn't strike out very much. Um, I One thing I noted is swinging strike rate was at 9% or below um, for like his last four or five stops, which is great. So he's like, um, should make a lot of contact. he give you a little bit of bonus in this league because he won't strike out a lot, but he can still hit for power. And I think probably as much power as Peraza. So if I it know. were me... I'd hold Miranda out of those two guys, although neither was a bad choice, really.
0: Yeah, Miranda's really taken off recently in his last couple stops, and it's got a killer WRC plus. Some of these are—I'm putting all the at bats of 2021 together, and it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. When somebody has a K percentage that's 15% or lower, I don't care if it's swinging, I don't care if it's caught, I don't care what it is. That's that's just good. That's what I like to see. So. You combine that with the stupid average, and yeah, we know how some of the minor league parks go and how it works, but I think you're absolutely right. I love Jose Miranda, and hopefully he breaks through in 2022. Yeah. Good also, pick. yeah. Uh oh wait, this is not a real see. This is Sherilyn Darnley oh. saying Nico Sink Saint. Nico Sink Saint. Hmm. Thank you for that. Outstanding observation. Should we look that person? Is that a player? Yeah, is that click, one of like Should <laughs> we
1: Should we click that link?
0: Yes, we should. We uh, definitely should, of course. <laughs> everybody click that link. I was wondering, maybe it's a minor leaguer, somebody who I'm not aware yeah. of. But uh yeah, Jasper says, so, so. there you go. Thank you. Oh, we got a new one. We got a new handle. I'm not familiar with this, Dom's Caboose. What up, Dom Caboose? Good to see you here. What are your feelings? You. I mean, this is this is the official podcast of. Juan Yapez. So, if you're going to ask us, what are your feelings about Juan Yapez, Dom Caboose? Uh, I mean, it's going to be glowing. I think the only concern is playing time.
1: Yeah, but uh, roster resource has even went as far as to put the NLDH into their projections for next year. Or so that's uh, nice. You can't you can't hold back progress forever, Govier. So uh, <laughs> I think you know they didn't have him. I've actually commented on it. Trying to be funny that they didn't have Yipes as the primary DH in their initial run of projections, uh, but then the guy that does all the work on the roster resource says, "Hey, genius, that's just an opening day projection. It's not uh, who will get the most plate appearances at DH." He actually had Yepes as getting most plate appearances at DH for the Cardinals next year based on their current roster.
0: Yeah, see, this is the thing. Roster resource is not the Bible when it comes to roster stuff, and I always try to make this very, very clear. I've done that on the Palazzo podcast, which is the show you're watching or listening to right now. Two L's, two Z's on Utah. Twitter. For Give many two. moons, I've said that. So It's it's good guide. I do hit it up real quick just to be like, if yeah. I'm clueless in my brain, I just need a quick picture. Like, oh, crap. Yeah, okay, there we go. I got it locked in. But I never, ever assume that roster resource is the gospel. But it is cool that they're popping in a DH here. And it's not Juan Lopez, so... He's got Lars newpar and there's other players there that are in the mix Neupar, that are going to yeah. cause problems for him in terms of playing time. So I like his bat. He's grown tremendously, and I'm very excited. But I, if you're relying on him as a starter in your fantasy lineup in redraft, I think it's a lunacy. But for dynasty purposes, he still has a lot of value. But I would not be opposed to trading him if the hype is so high right now from the fall in Arizona.
1: I wouldn't mind trading him. What do you yeah. think? I can dig that. I would I I'm always up for moving prospects. So, I I would trade him if you get a nice return. I agree with you.
0: Okay. Well, Dom says uh, he forgot this is his other account, but my main account is Dad Socks from Twitter. So, glad I finally got the time to join in. And We're so glad you could join us, Dom. Thank you. I assume Dad if, Socks
1: uh-huh. are the are the white socks cuz that's what dads wear, are those white. Yeah. Tube uh, socks style, you know.
0: I completely agree. I just I think maybe I have the avatar of Dad Sox from my Twitter already memorized in my brain, but I also thought White Sox as well because it just didn't seem like a Red Sox handle. Yes. Anyways, Dom, thanks for the questions. You guys are killing it early here on the power half hour. We do it every Tuesday for a half hour, 30 minutes or less. Prospect talk, dynasty talk, first year player draft talk is what we're going to do here as well. And we have another question. So do we answer Tim's question? Do yeah. we feel good about that? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Miranda
1: Tim. and Jack. Jasper uh, agreed with Miranda too. I think we have three votes to nil for Miranda.
0: <laughs> oh my god, we got a bunch of questions, a bunch of Jasper's comments. Jasper's a white
1: guy too. All right,
0: I forgot. Yeah, he lives in Indiana, beautiful Indiana. Tim's there is. Tim likes tacos. We just closed your segment, Tim. I'm leaning towards Miranda. Now everyone's making fun of. Is it Miranda? Because everyone's saying Miranda. I thought it was, it says Miranda, but you guys are making fun of me. That's what it is. Yeah, you guys are making fun of me. Thank you very much. Because I accidentally typed in Miranda on the first go around. And you guys pick up quick. I'm impressed. So Miranda he says, writes. Yeah, I am leaning towards Miranda as well. Just worried since he's a Twins prospect. I feel like they never live up to the hype. Is that fair to say, Phil?
1: Um, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't throw any Twinkies out. Um. Just because of the org. So, uh, but Carol I mean, very excited. Yeah. Carol a nice player. Um, Polanco is one of their came guys, up, right?
0: Barrios came up from
1: nothing. Yeah. He's their
0: guy. Barrios is an excellent player.
1: Yeah. Buxton, if he could stay healthy, um, was a yeah, so, prospect in baseball, he just can't stay healthy. So, yeah. So, Tim, know. tell us why. Yeah. T- yeah. I don't think I'd toss him out. Um, you want the playing time, but I think the playing time chance is there for him. So,
0: <laughs> uh, Helmut, guess who's here. Helmut's in the house. What's up, Helmut? <laughs> and he's saying it's Miranda. Yeah, Helmut, if you went back to the beginning of the show, I screwed up on Miranda. My bad. And now everyone's making fun of me, which I expect from all of you. Keep the jokes coming. Make fun of us. We are not above being made fun of. In fact, we, we welcome it. We really do. But uh, Helmut says, what's up? You got this. Clark Schmidt and AJ Puck. Both were prospects with promise, but both dealt with many injuries. Any shot either still excels as a starter, not as a reliever, not as a reliever. We're talking A.J. Puck and Clark Schmidt here, Phil.
1: Man, I love A.J. Puck. He, I was always a big um, thought. He, I thought he could start, um, especially after he put up a year. I don't even remember when it was, 2018 maybe, but he pitched a lot of innings, 160, 170 innings in the minors, looked really good. Um, the left-handed gas at like 98, uh, with everything else that he's got going on and the funky delivery and the height. And, uh, I really thought it was going to click. He just can't, he can't keep the arm healthy, unfortunately. So it might just make sense that, uh, they do use him in relief, unfortunately, just to try and get his arm to be something they can use. So, um, and then Clark, I think is... Is a reliever, too. I think they're probably both relievers, unfortunately. Oh, man. <laughs> my, shoes, my shoes, Clark. My <laughs> shoes, Clark. Hey, Clark,
0: that's a gift that keeps on giving right there. Uh, Dom says, between Gunnar Hoglin and Gavin Williams, who do you like? Man, you guys are on fire today. Who do you like more? I know Hoglin is dealing with Tommy John, but I love the ceiling he has.
1: I agree with that sentiment. So if you want to dig ceiling with your pitching prospects, Hoagland is the guy, I would agree. If he doesn't have the elbow and the Tommy John, um, he's probably a top, I don't know if top five, but top 10 pick in the draft last year. Um, That being said, Gavin Williams uh, is a really nice pitching prospect too. And uh, I went to Cleveland, which is a nice landing spot. Everybody loves the guardians pitching development um so if it were me i'm gonna probably take williams and not deal with the injury issue if i'm taking a college pitcher anyway and, yeah and trying to get some contribution from him but if you want to mind the upside there hoagland is a is a nice spot to try and do that with
0: i don't care if it is hoagland i'm saying hogland just because i <laughs> want to say it that way because it's stupid and I like stupidity and that's kind of, I'm a bozo guy. That's my brand bozo. It's uh, my thing. So, uh, but Clark Schmidt, man, Clark Schmidt seemed like he was ready yeah. to go for at least two years. And then it just never, they kept calling up other guys. A uh, Gil got an opportunity and other players kept getting opportunities. And Schmidt was not getting those opportunities, which is a big red flag to me.
1: I just think he's a reliever. He'd probably be a very effective one for them. Um, I think he had some injury issues, of course, but uh, I don't know. I just think both those guys are relievers, unfortunately.
0: Oh, that's solid. You're right. Phil knows what he's talking about, guys. That's why you follow him on Twitter at Phil of Sports, P H I L of Sports. I'm at MJ Govia, G-O-V as a Victor, I-E-R Plus a podcast. Two L2s. You've heard it yeah, before, you'll hear it again, no doubt about it. And uh, me and Jasper speak Jasper just commented in the live chat, which everybody can participate in at any given time. And we have joined Phil in a dynasty league, so we're very excited about that. Thank you, oh, Phil, yeah. for bringing us aboard. Woo
1: suckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait. I want to see Phil in action, so I'm looking forward to it. Jasper, I want to see you in action as well. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, all right. So, what about Woodman? Yeah, Jasper's like.
1: Jasper's like, oh, I don't do dynasty, so you know this will be a learning experience for me. And then he said in the chat the other day. But I've been in this Keeper League since 1996 or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jasper's like 49. He's been
1: around. That's a bunch of shit right there. I'm a 14-time champion of my Keeper League, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Keeper League, where we keep 58 players. He didn't mention that. That's funny. That's really funny. Uh, So, Woody, Woody, first off, Woody's a great guy. Woody's a guy who went to first pitch, and I met him in real life in Arizona last fall. Shout out to you, Woody. You're a great dude. You're a wonderful Canadian. My girlfriend's Canadian, so I'm always down with the Canadians. And he sent an email to our show a couple weeks ago that I just totally spaced on. So I'm so sorry about that. We're giving you full attention right now in this moment. So Woody says this, and I will read it. He has 30. Well, no, that was the last one. Sorry, this is the current one. For your first year player rankings, first year player draft rankings. If you had yes. the, if you had pick. Number three, number 12, number 14, 15, and 18. Who would your picks be? So if you have, he's got a lot of picks, but if he's got the number three pick, let's focus there. Who would you be picking right now, Phil?
1: Yep, all right. So my top three are uh, Seiya Suzuki, if you can pick him. So if he's eligible for this draft, Suzuki is my number one guy. Um, And then after Suzuki, I like Brady House. He's my one-one in a non-international setup. Um, And then Marcelo Meyer of the Red Sox is number three. So he's on the cover of today's show. Oh, Marcelo Marcelo Meyer. I decided it was a tough call. I put Harry Ford on there, but he's a little bit lower. Yeah, he's a really nice prospect, too. A lot of good prep prospects in the draft this past year, I feel like. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) They went so heavy
0: on him in the opening round, it was ridiculous.
1: It was like yeah. an all-time. It seemed like an all-time high
0: because they were trying to keep it cheaper.
1: Well, a lot of short prep shortstops too. Um, yep. So those are those are my three dudes. Um, I you know, and then we're actually in the middle of FYPD draft in one of my dynasty leagues. So I pulled that up. Our first three picks there were uh, Meyer, uh, Jack Leiter, and then Brady House. So and it if is. you have no problem taking pitching high. I think lighter is probably the pick over Jackson Job would be my. Uh, I would rather have lighter with some college track record. Um, and I think I, I can't remember who I was listening to the other day, but somebody pointed out that especially right-handed um, pitchers that perform at elite level in yeah. MLB come from college. There aren't really prep righties. Uh, hey, think Rick Garrett Porcellos Cole, don't grow on trees. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Cole, uh, DeGrom, Scherzer, Strasburg. Um, they're all college guys, right-handers. So.
0: There it is, Justin Verlander. Yeah. I- I'm making it very Tiger-centric. Sorry, guys. Go Tigers! Uh, Matthew says he's a big fan of house. He thinks he has the hi- the highest ceiling of the four high school shortstops. You agree with him? I or is do, it mayor? Man,
1: he hit the... He, yeah, I think it's house. He hit the snot out of the ball last year. I think the hit tool's promising based on the video I have watched. I did watch some of uh, his prep video before he got drafted. Um, I think he can kind of – he seems to have a feel to change uh, swing plane so he doesn't have like a real – groove. he can hit for power, but his swing isn't super grooved um, so that he might not get fooled as easily by off-speed stuff. I think he'll take walks. Um, I think he could stick at shortstop. I know a lot of people are talking that he'll probably slide over to third base. I got a big Nats fan in my one dynasty league that took him. He said, he's probably a third baseman. So, but even if he does for fantasy, you don't care. Third base is actually better than shortstop right now. If you have depth at third base. So,
0: yeah, I agree. You're smart, man. You know, thing about baseball. That's why we have the show for you guys. We talk fantasy baseball dynasty. First year player draft rankings. Woody's question. Do we cover the middle there? Is there anybody else you want to mention for, like, the 18th pick there, like
1: 15 to 18? Yeah. One thing he said is, would would you trade any of those picks? Um, So I wouldn't trade the third pick. I would definitely make that one. Uh, And then if you could package a couple of those middle ones together and either move up in this draft or get, like, a more established prospect uh, like I would rather have Miranda than that 15th or 18th pick for ex- just as an example of somebody we talked about earlier in the show, because Miranda's so close and the 15th and 18th pick guys have a lot of potential, but they're so far. So, um, hmm. so I would, I would have no problem moving those. If he winds up, I said, if he winds up making all those picks, take, if there's five picks there. I take four bats and one pitcher. I wouldn't start grabbing a bunch of pitchers there.
0: Hey, we got another right-handed college pitcher right yeah. here. Casey Mize. Yeah, there's yes. too much lights in there. You guys can't see these.
1: And their prep uh, right-hander was, is Matt Manning, who's who struggled.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tarek Scuba played in the Northwest in you know, college.
1: That's true. I, I cannot, for the life of me, remember what podcast I was listening to. Uh, but they were talking about, somebody had talked to Scherzer about it. And what Scherzer said was, when you pitch in college, you got to learn how to work six or seven innings, or your coach might leave yep. you in there for 120 pitches, and that's not happening to, you know, Manning maybe until he gets to AAA or something. So,
0: all right, what about Dylan Dingler? He's an exciting prospect. He could be a fun catcher for the Tigers down the road. Go Tigers! Okay, Ding I'll Dong Dingler, this. Ding Dong. Hey, it was amazing. This guy sent me all these cards in the mail. Brian V, out of the goodness of his heart, he just wanted to send me a bunch of Tigers cards. So that was so cool. Thank you, Brian V, for that. I don't know if you listen to the show or not regularly, but he is on Twitter. Matthew Z says, I can't recall which podcast that was either, but he does. I think you and Matthew Z, Phil. Yeah, you definitely, you guys have similar listening tastes. You do the same circles, I believe. (laughs) What if Matthew Z is like an executive for some baseball team? Like he's just got this. It seems like maybe he's knows a lot more about this world than he's letting on. We'll work That'd for food. Cool. Fu- I will work for food if he is. I
1: will work for <laughs> Crunch Wraps.
0: Hey, you can't leave Ireland, man. You got a family there. You can't go on the road and no. be a scout.
1: <laughs> That's it. Air Express the Crunch Wrap Supremes to me like they do with the uh, uh, sushi sushi grade tuna from Japan or whatever.
0: Oh my God! Matthew says it was the Baseball America yes. Top 100 Post Release Podcast with Glazer, yes. Carlos, Jeff. That was it. Ding, 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 ding. What do we have from Johnny? All right, that's awesome. Okay, we got about six minutes left of the show. Thank you, Woody, for your yeah. questions. Great questions here. Let's move forward with some more FYPD talk here because right yep. now I know some people are literally doing their <laughs> FYPDs and others are going to be doing theirs very soon. And people are starting to get optimistic that a CBA is going to get done pretty soon.
1: There's some optimism in the air.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, people got excited today. There was news, so everybody's like, ooh. Yeah,
0: I, I don't like what I'm hearing. I don't like what I'm hearing about like there's like no talk about minor leaguers. Uh, I know that minor leaguers have to make it to the MLBPA. Um, there's no talk about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe I missed it. I need to do more research. There's no discussion about player rights and bringing them up, the delays and all that. I thought that was one of the big issues. Like, hey, we want to make sure these players get up right away and they're not being manipulated with playing time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's basically. Shelved. <laughs> oh,
0: uh,
1: I think what the what the union's going to try and get is more money early on. Uh, so, like in the first three years of team control, there'll be some kind of raise for those three years, based uh, but only for the what top what war right players. Now. Well, then there's going to be another some some type of bonus pool. The the uh, league today said for the top 30 players in war, which by the way they didn't say what is war, right? Because there's several calculations right. out there, and I don't think it'll be a public-facing one. Uh, nope. So the top 30 in war can split $10 million.
0: Yeah, and they wanted 105. Nice try, assholes. Yeah. Uh, uh.
1: And then someone else pointed out, I think it was maybe Joe Sheehan I saw or something on Twitter. He said if they meet in the middle, there at like $55 million, then there'll be a bonus pool bigger than some team's payrolls in the – in MLB, <laughs> I yes. mean, the, the, the problem is there's no floor for these teams to spend, so you have all this revenue sh- sharing going on, but there's nothing to get the Pirates, for example, to, to field a team of salary of on. 50 or 60 million. So
0: it's gone on forever. We, we talked about a couple shows ago, where I said, Here's the f- top yeah. free agent signings for each team all time, and certain teams like the Pirates they got nothing, they got Russell Martin. Three years, 40 million or so. It's just like ridiculous of over 25 years.
1: So, yeah, uh, yeah. Yasmani Grandal, I think, was the biggest deal the White Sox ever signed free agent wise.
0: (sighs) Bogus. Tim Blakeshako says, Amazes me. Yeah. Amazes me how Tony Clark is still employed by the Players Association. I agree. You wonder, I mean, you think the players have input, you would hope they would. We don't really know how that works. It does concern me sometimes. And that's too bad because we yeah. love Tony Clark. He was a former Tiger. He had a he could have been a hell of a hitter, man. He was a decent hitter. Could have been better. Uh Matthew Z says Jay Allen or Harry Ford, Phil. Uh
1: here I have Harry Ford higher on my list. So I would prefer Harry Ford. But I Harry think it's close. Ford. That's interesting. That's an interesting one. Jay Allen has a lot of upside. He's somebody I said uh, for Woody to take a look at, like toward the back end of that first round. If you're looking for Oops. bats. Josh Young. Hmm. Does he mean Josh Young? Yeah. Uh, of Does Texas? he mean the J? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. wondering, too. It's, I feel yeah. like young, young, Jung, Josh Young. Yeah. Um, He should be their third baseman, right? This year, I he, would think he's
0: being drafted and redraft in the top 300. So, yeah. I don't think yeah. there's – that's what people are thinking is going to happen.
1: I, I like it. And he's got – now they've got Seeger and Semyon in that lineup, so the lineup's improved a little bit. Um, and he can hit. He can hit. Um, and then his brother is going to be a big prospect. Jace Young for uh, Texas Tech, who was actually one of the best hitters in college baseball last year and should be a very high pick this year. So,
0: Okay. All right, I like what I'm hearing. This is exciting. Uh, we got two minutes left. Uh, any last thoughts real quickly as we talk about initial first-year player draft rankings of your own opinion, Phil? Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I made a, made a list here of some other guys to consider, like if you're picking later on in the first round in like a 20-team, 20 24-teamer. Uh, Trey Sweeney, uh, shortstop prospect for the Yankees, had a great pro debut, very physical, impressive bat to me uh james triantos uh shortstop prospect for the cubs got picked a little later in the draft but for fantasy i you definitely want to bump him up um he had a great debut as well and i think we talked about this before james anderson took him in that rotowire startup mock draft that we did so triantos is a guy that you should um think about i just took chase petty with the eighth pick in the second round of our first year player draft chase petty's a prep a pitcher out of new jersey that the twins drafted and i was hoping the white sox would draft him because the tools are really loud he can touch 100 with the fastball uh, he's added a changeup. up um, he really can spin the breaking ball so just from a tools perspective i'm very excited about him he's got some stuff to clean up but i i like him uh so i took him might as well mind the upside there uh, gavin the upside. williams gavin williams of cleveland we talked about on the show uh, we did. Jay Allen we just brought up for the Reds. Another Reds hitter to think about is Matt Nelson. Uh, he was a catching prospect out of Florida State and was actually one of the best uh, collegiate hitters last year. Uh, has some good pop in the bats, can probably stick at catcher. Uh, so Matt Nelson's a guy you could think about, and he's the more advanced sort of bat. Um, Tiger I've got on my list, Isaac Pacheco, third baseman, uh, high school prep prospect that I liked. Coming into the season from the footage I'd seen, the games I'd watched uh, for the different tournaments and stuff the summer before the draft. So, um, mm-hmm. and then my really deep guys, James Wood, that the Padres drafted. Not oh, James a, Woods. No, James Wood, <laughs> the actor, not that arsehole actor James Woods. <laughs> uh, this is James Wood. Uh, he's a outfield prospect. He's like six seven, um, very athletic uh can hit for power he can actually run quite a bit for a guy his size takes walks has a pretty good feel for the strike zone had a really nice debut um so james wood another guy that you want to put on your list
0: uh do we mention russell's uh, quick question before we go because russell is such a huge palazzo podcast dude and we did not talk about peter solomon
1: yeah peter solomon uh So Solomon's a pitching prospect for the Astros uh, who got called up last year, made, I think, six appearances uh, in like a relief role. He's probably going to be a long man for them or um, long reliever, swing type guy. Uh, He could maybe work uh, in the back of the rotation because he he throws five pitches. So he's got a five-pitch mix. I don't know that any of them are real standout offerings, but if he can kind of use all five um again so he should be able to take both right and left-handed bats on um so that's nice uh his era last year was one two nine in his his brief mlb time but that was strand rate St- strand rate was really high it was like 90 percent BABIP was low so that's gonna go up i would think he might be more like a and a starting role he might be like a four or four and a half era type guy um but with so k's I don't, though you should be able yeah, to take people strike, he, I don't know if the stuff is there for him to keep striking guys out in the majors, based Ooh. on based on what I've watched and looking at how he spins the ball. Uh, the 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 fastball is ninety two with and the RPM is twenty two hundred, so he doesn't spin it exceptionally well and he doesn't throw it very hard. Um, but what he can do is use the pitches where where he wants to use them, so his misses aren't terrible because he. Keeps the four seam up, buries the curveball, uh, throws the cutter where he needs it to be. So uh I don't know. He he he's a guy pitchability-wise that maybe can make it work.
0: Okay. Well, there it is. Russell, just for you. We know you love you. Russell, you're the man. You're hilarious with your gifts, your master commander gifts for Plazo Putt yeah. <laughs> Uh Matt says that O'Neill Cruz, it's the starter kit for James Wood.
1: So that's the change James- That would be great.
0: That James Wood. I got. Uh, I'm gonna say James Woods. I know it. It's just fun for me. (laughs) Uh, All right, we gotta go. But uh, Jasper says most overhyped prospects so far to date. M. Jost, or is he saying just most?
1: Most, I think. Who's the most overhyped? I do have a thing where I've I've been trying very hard to avoid uh, lists. Okay. So I couldn't. I don't know if I can totally tell you. I do know who like the big three are. Adley. Uh, Julio, Bobby Witt, are kind of like the consensus top three. Yeah, um, but I couldn't tell you that after that, kind of who is up? C.J. Abrams. On, he's a nice prospect. I don't know if he's ever going to hit for the kind of power that people think he's going to hit for. Right, um, I, I, think I think he's a really. So I think he's a really smart player. I think he's going to be an MLB player. Uh, he's fast. He does have a good hit tool. He will adjust, make adjustments at the plate. He has kind of a cerebral approach to hitting from what I've seen. Um, should be a solid defender. I just don't know for us fantasy players that he's ever going to hit for enough power to be even like, you know, God, I don't want to know. Tra- like, I don't think he'll have Trey Turner's pop, for example. Ah, Tony Womack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Tony the Womack. R- he was- the R&B singer? Bobby Womack across the hail
0: all right, uh, we've gone way over our time. Thank you, everybody. What a great show. This was like an all-time record for comments and viewership during our live stream. Don't forget, if you're watching not during the live stream, tweet at us. Yeah, Sports send us MJ and we'll, Yeah,
1: send us questions. Next week, we'll do the same thing. We'll answer them. That's the best yeah. show to have.
0: Yeah. Let's fill up this mailbag. Boop, 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 because we want to know what you want to talk about. Otherwise, we're going to keep talking about first-year player draft rankings and so on and so forth. There it is. Yes. Thank you so much. You Give The best two L's, two Z's, Plaza Podcast. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Later. A curious thing. Make a person trade.